Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 22nd of March 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished up nearly 1% today to 7,016 points. Plenty of good performers, Aristocrat Leisure, QBE Insurance, WiseTech Global and Woolworths all did very well. The oil and gas stocks jumped after the price of crude rebounded. There was little less fretting about a global slowdown. Basically, Woodside and Beach Energy were both up 5%, while Santos rose 3.3%. Coal miners also outperformed. New Hope led the way, jumping nearly 5%. But the gold miners, which have been on a tear, fell back. The not-so-well-named Silver Lake Resources, which is a gold company, was worst on the bourse today, down 5.6%. The next four laggards were also gold companies. Sector leader Newcrest Mining dropped 1.4%. The improvement in bank stocks on Wall Street helped the local regional banks. Suncorp and Bendigo and Adelaide both did well. Biotech company Mesoblast said the US Food and Drug Administration had scheduled a pre-license inspection of its cell therapy operations in Singapore that triggered a 6% jump in its share price. Latitude's share price fell 7% after it said it's found further evidence of large-scale information theft last week during the cyber attack. The theft affects both applicants and new and past customers from Australia and New Zealand. And finally, Star Entertainment appointed David Foster as chair after the exit of Ben Heap. Its share price was up 1%. Story number two, the federal opposition attempted to introduce a private member's bill in parliament today to ban the display of Nazi symbolism. Under the bill, the display of a Nazi symbol or action commonly associated with the Nazi party would be banned unless there's reasonable reason, such as a museum display or educational purposes. Penalties would range from fines to a year in prison. Bans would extend to the swastika, the Nazi salute, the Nazi uniforms and other types of symbols identified in the Executive Council of Australian Jury anti-Semitism reports. Now, Labor blocked the move, But the government's leader of the House, Tony Burke, agreed with the sentiment of the bill and said the government needs to follow process, which includes drafting legislation of its own and putting it through cabinet and other party processes. It will now be under pressure to do so. I dare say this will happen. Of course, it follows an anti-transgender rally on the weekend in Melbourne attended by neo-Nazis who performed the Nazi salute. Story number three, one of the country's biggest investors has been pulling back from investing in office towers and retail real estate, preferring logistics, medical offices and storage infrastructure. Australian Retirement Trust is the second largest super fund and the outcome of the merger of Sun Super and Q Super. Chief Investment Officer Ian Patrick today said the fund post-COVID is more wary of office towers and retail properties and has cut its holdings of such assets by 20%. It highlights the difficult time for office tower investors and owners, particularly if they're highly leveraged and have to revalue their holdings. Anecdotally, some big investors have received offers for properties 15% below book value. Many loans are taken out against the value of the property and a 15% devaluation really matters. What continues to perform well our logistics and industrial property, and storage, which more recently has become very popular. 
Story number four, the owner of Kathmandu and Ripcall, KMD Brands, has recorded a jump in profit and a big jump in sales. The outdoor and sports company is benefiting from tourism returning to places like Queensland and Hawaii, with Australian airport store sales now above pre-COVID levels. But Chief Executive Michael Daly was cautious about the outlook, saying future sales of the two brands, along with US boot company brand Oboz, are uncertain because of rising interest rates. And finally, story number five, Japanese President Fumio Kishida made a surprise visit to Kiev overnight, just as Chinese President Xi Jinping met in Moscow with Russian President Vladimir Putin, dueling democracy between the two most economically powerful Asian nations. Kishida and Xi were less than 1,000 kilometres apart. Kishida is the last of the G7 leaders to visit Ukraine and meet President Vladimir Zelensky. The Japanese Prime Minister paid tribute to those killed in Bukha, a town that has become a symbol of Russian atrocities against civilians. Meanwhile, she promoted Beijing's peace proposal for Ukraine, a proposal that Western nations have dismissed. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 22nd of March, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Thursday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>